Kaboom! It'll be like insane. Okay guys, I started, I started the recording, so everyone okay. please shut up. Hey guys, welcome back to Behind the Screen here on 889 The Bridge. My name is Quinn Hava. I'm Matthew Pingallo. And I'm Andrew Howison. And uh, we came into today's uh, show not really knowing what we were going to talk about, but then uh, Matthew being the brilliant mind that he is, mm-hmm. he was like, hey, let's do sport movies. And I was like, yes. Um, Andrew, Andrew had a different opinion though. Yeah. yeah, none of us are I, big athletes, so. Well, I've not. never seen a sport movie, which is kind yeah, of crazy, yeah. but. I mean, I mean, uh, I'd say a lot of sport movies are kind of the same. So if you've seen one, yeah. you've, uh, I don't want to say seen them all, but you definitely know what to expect. Definitely. Yeah, they are very predictable. Yeah. Um, and I feel like there's only there's like a few categories that these sport movies fall on uh, under including like comedies um and then some are about also about race like 42 and uh, the blind side and then there's also a lot of them especially the football ones are about like a team that like loses or like someone gets hurt and like the backup you know does a really good job Uh like rudy yeah i feel like those are like the top three categories of these sport movies yeah so um matthew what in your opinion, what's like the best sport movie that that you've seen? It can be either uh, a serious or a comedy, but just the one yeah. that you enjoyed watching the most. So Forty Two is probably my favorite. And what's that, that about? Um, it's the story of Jack and Ro- Jackie Robinson. I don't know how true it is. I probably should have done more research on that, but um, it's it just shows him overcome like um, the racial barrier, like way before the entire civil rights movement. Um, it, like in the late nineteen forties, I believe. Um, okay. So it was just like incredible seeing like how he did that. And Chadwick Boseman, obviously, great act. Um, he was a great actor. Oh, Chadwick Boseman was in that. Yeah, he's Jackie Robinson in it. And so was Harrison Ford. Um, it just showed like the hardships that um, blacks went through during that time, even today. Yeah. You know? What's like, what's like the defining moment in that movie? Because all because all these sport movies they have the defining moment. That's like mm-hmm. the character overcoming the challenge. So in that in that movie, forty two, what's the defining moment? Yeah. So I think, so throughout the whole movie, it sort of builds up. Um, when he first joins the MLB, um, a bunch, a lot of coaches and players, even on his own team, but especially other teams, um, they like, I don't know, they like to tease him a lot, and um, he got hit by the ball um, intentionally. A lot of the game or a lot of the seasons um, well jokes on them because you know he can just walk to yeah. the next base <laughs> exactly um at the end uh, he got the game winning home run to get uh that led them to the world series nice but unfortunately they lost the world series in real life but oh really it, yeah it was still probably the most defining moment of that movie how did the movie show did they did the movie show them no winning? they didn't it just showed it just showed him like running home from that uh from that game-winning game, or from that game-winning home run, but oh, it didn't okay. show the World Series. Oh, but yeah, you know, that's still insane how you know he defied all odds, um, and he's the reason that they they went to the World Series, which is oh, he's the reason they went to the World yeah, Series. Yeah, like he got the game-winning home run. Oh, that's that's that is pretty yeah. cool. I don't know if that's true in real life, but at least in the movie. Yeah, um, um, Andrew, what? What would you say is the closest movie that you've seen uh, that would resemble a sports movie? Um, um, 
Have you seen Forbes? The Seahawks Sorry. winning the Super Bowl that's, in 2014. That's a that's a live television. They they also lost the Super Bowl in 2014. And then was yeah. it 2013? That's my favorite won? sports movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when they lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, I watched that probably a year later, and it made me really happy. Yeah, you know, actually, that Super, Wilson, that Super Bowl was on my birthday, and they lost. Oh, <laughs> so that was really sad. Yeah, yikes! But I, I, I've literally never seen a sports movie. I don't Andrew, know have why. You, have you seen Ford, uh, Ford vs Ferrari? No, I really okay. want to see that. Wait, I thought we went to see that together. No. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm pretty was... sure you and your dad saw it, but not me. Yeah, yeah, it was me. And my, it was me and my grandpa. Sorry. Oh yeah, no, no, but I need to see it. I heard it. You know, it's a great Ford movie. Ford vs Ferrari. Is that a sports movie? But that's cars, right? I say. I mean, car racing is a sport for sure. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a sport of engines and engineering. Yeah. But no, then, I I just haven't seen one. Okay. okay. I mean, what, I get. What about you? Uh, the best sports movie I've seen. Um, I get. Probably got to say, like, Happy Gilmore. Um, okay. Yeah. I've admittedly have not seen very many serious sport movies. I've seen a couple, but but Happy Gilmore is uh, it's like kind of a mock of sport movies, I guess. Yeah. And it still has all the same elements as a serious sport movie. You know, you got the common themes of like overcoming and like a character who's who's the evident underdog. Yeah. And then you got like the villain, you know, the opponent. And uh, the defining moment is just as good in that movie as it is in all the serious sport movies. <laughs> and uh, and it's just hilarious. So Yeah. Any Adam Sandler sport movie is amazing in <laughs> yeah. my opinion. Yeah. I'd say this one is definitely the best though, because this Yeah. This movie came out before he was he was like popular, I guess. It was it was kind of like the early '90s, and uh, I thought he just did such a such a funny job in this movie. Yeah, he did great. Okay, we're gonna talk about this uh, a little bit more in the next segment of Behind the Screen. Hey guys, welcome back to Behind the Screen here on 889 The Bridge. I'm Quinn Haba. I'm Matthew Pingallo. Be careful. <laughs> Be careful with this Andrew. one. <laughs> and he's Andrew Housen. And I'm Andrew Housen. And he's Andrew Housen. Uh, and today uh, we're talking about, for all those uh, sports lovers out there, we're talking about sport movies. And mm-hmm. um, Matthew, Matthew is, uh, I'd say, the main connoisseur of sport movies in our group here. I've seen, I've seen a few, mostly of, of, of the comedies. Uh, Andrew has seen uh, zero, is what he tells us. Um, last segment, we we just kind of uh, gave a brief overview of of the whole sport movie genre. Um, you know, you've, you've got a character or a team, and they play a sport, and they've got to overcome a team and a personal struggle. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked about a few of uh, our favorite sport movies, Matthew, um, what was it, 42? 42. Yeah, mm-hmm. which was a uh, autobiography, or no, wait, not a bi- biography. <laughs> autobiography. I, I don't yeah. know what it would be called. He didn't write the movie. It's a movie about <laughs> Jackie Robinson's uh-huh. life. And then uh, I said my favorite was uh, Happy Gilmore, mm-hmm. which is not at all a serious sports movie. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to uh, talk about briefly of uh, the themes that encompass a lot of these sport movies because I think they're kind of the same all across the board. So yeah, um, here, I, I first want to get Andrew's opinion on this. So Andrew, uh, having seen zero sport movies, uh, what would you imagine would be an encompassing uh, theme across the board? 
prevailing. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Prevailing how? I mean, most of them, don't they start with, like, um, I don't know, a bad team or someone who's not really good at anything, and then they find out they're really good at sports, and then maybe they lose a couple of games, but then they train, they work hard, and then they get there. They win the Super Bowl. They win the baseball Super Bowl. And they win <laughs> the baseball the Super, Super Bowl. <laughs> and they win the basketball Super Bowl. <laughs> and, yeah. um, Am I right? Yeah, for most of them, I would say so. Although there are some movies, like uh, When the Game Stands Tall, where the team is like, they have they hold the record for the most wins in like any sports team like in history. Like the high school football team. It was like 160 or something like that. It was something crazy. And then, wow. yeah, they eventually did lose, and they lost their streak. And then they everyone was like really upset, but then they realized it wasn't about the streak, you know? Uh-huh. Like, it's not about winning for them. That so that um, wait then then what's it about? I that's a great question. I think a lot of it was like um, with so like the running back. It's mostly about his character development and like his dad wants him to keep winning and like get all these records. But like um, I think it's more about like the team staying together. And then it's partially uh, religious. So that's another thing. Like it's more about um, I guess God. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's. Um, a, Sorry. Go on. Oh, no. So that's that's just one of the movies that don't fall under your, um, what was it, Andrew, your opinion on sport movies. The but prevailing. I will say, yes. I will say, yeah. though, a lot of them, a lot of them are like that. That movie is a lot like that, too, though, you know. Um, but you're not 100% correct. Well, they prevail in the way Yeah, that they did. But they didn't, they started off their with. their hearts them. prevail. Yeah, no, there are, there are harps like the music, or, or you mean hearts. hearts? Hearts like the beating organ. Oh, right okay. Yeah. It's just interesting to see because in the end, yeah, yeah. the winning team in Lose. the in the beginning, mm. rather than like the losing team goes to winning. Have so a, a winning really team goes to losing concept. in this case. Yeah. Um, have yeah. Have either of you guys seen? Oh, I guess Andrew hasn't. But Matthew, have you seen <laughs> the movie Rocky? I've not. Rocky. No. Okay. Um, I'd say. I'd say that movie is a uh, is a very good example of the sport movie, um, what's the word formula, mm-hmm. uh, because it um, it I think it was also kind of one of the one of the first pioneered films of this genre it came out in uh, 1976. So it's a it's an old timer, but it uh, it it followed the character Rocky Balboa, which. Um, uh, he's he's a pretty famous character now. I think Philadelphia. That's like the most notable thing about the city of Philadelphia is that a a, a fictional movie took place in it. <laughs> so, um, but he's he's a guy and he's a likable guy. But everyone kind of like beats up on him, and no one really likes him. And it's uh, it's really sad. But he he gets his chance to. To prove himself against um, the boxer Apollo Creed, Apollo Creed comes to Philadelphia and he's like, you know, Apollo Creed's big into the American dream, so he's like, I'm gonna challenge a young, you know, boxer that doesn't have much fame, and so then Rocky Balboa gets picked for it, and then uh, I can't remember if he loses or wins, but uh, some of the dialogue from that movie is really iconic, and 
significant for like a character's overcoming uh, story. And so then at the end of the movie, um, I'm pretty sure, or I, I don't remember if he wins or loses, but he uh, he doesn't give up at all. You know, he's he's obviously kind of not evenly matched with Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed's a professional boxer, so he's cl- clearly the underdog, and that means that a lot of the people watching are kind of rooting for him because you know the world loves an underdog, but he's just getting absolutely like tossed around in that ring and so is Apollo Creed um but he just he just doesn't give up his goal is not to win it's just to go the distance and uh it's frankly moving I'd say it's a very moving uh movie he's a very moving character so good job good job for Rocky there yeah yay Rocky and it said that um I was looking at some stats it's a pretty low budget movie um Oh, well, it says what was the, budget? the budget was nine hundred sixty thousand, which what? is wow, which is, is equivalent nothing. to four million today. But, oh wow, but still, and then the box office was over. Okay, Wikipedia got it wrong. It says uh, one thousand ten point nine two million, which is not a number. One thousand ten million, a billion. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's a lot of money though, because haven't they made yeah. like seven? Yeah, I mean the um, they did the Rocky the trilogy same? has got has. It's um, they've made I think it's five Rockies and two Apollo Creeds. There's, and it's like the same um, sports world, I guess. Yeah, it's the same tr- MCU. Uh, yeah, it's it's the same Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it, but we're it's all the, living in Spider Man's yeah, world. But but it's the Rocky <laughs> Cinematic Universe. Yeah, the RCU. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about Ford vs Ferrari? Yeah. While we still got some time. Oh sure. So. Uh, have you seen it, Matthew? No. Okay. Um, well, I'm uh, big into cars, and mm-hmm. frankly, I don't think you really have to be big into cars to uh, appreciate this movie, because uh, it's it's one of I'd say the greatest kind of underdog uh, sports stories in in the history of sports. Even though it's not, you know, what people consider to be a conventional sport, because it's car racing, yeah. but um, 1966, uh, Le Mans, and Le Mans is a 24-hour endurance race that happens every year in the city of Le Mans, France, and it's where all of the world's best car manufacturers come, and they basically try to win, because if you win, it it's like you are the best thing ever. And so, 1965, uh, Ford, you know, is like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna build a car. To try to compete with this but you know ford it's it's the 60s and ford doesn't really know how to build a race car because they're ford and so yeah. they go to ferrari in italy and they say um you know can we buy ferrari and uh then you know you can kind of be our racing people so then ford wanted to to, to buy ferrari ferrari was going to say yes but then at the last minute he changed his mind and started going off about Ford, and he said very mean things. And so the Ford people went back to uh, to Detroit, and they told Henry Ford Jr. or was it Senior? I don't know. And then Henry Ford Senior Jr. he gets he, he's pissed. He's like, okay, I'm going to bury Ferrari in the ground. <laughs> so over the next you know one or two years, Ford starts developing uh the gt40 
which is their plan to to defeat Friar. And the first one sucked, but the second one, the second one, now that that was something. And was it wait first? Was it faster than the Ford Focus? Uh yes. Oh, okay. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. And so the movie uh, not only follows the development of the car and then eventually um, Ford beating Ferrari at Le Mans, um, and there was this great cinematic shot of all three Ford GT40s crossing the line, one, two, three. Um, so they ha- had a big win, but it also follows the, one of the drivers, whose name was Ken, Ken Miles, and he was a, a touring car racer who didn't really uh, have any allegiance with Ford up until that point, but he was friends with Carol Shelby. Do you guys know who Carol Shelby is? I do not. Okay, well, Carol Shelby was a guy who started supplying uh, V8s to Ford, basically, and he was oh. really he was really influential in, in Ford's racing development and um, actually still is to this day. They still make the Shelby GT350, which is like a souped-up version of the Mustang. It's a really beautiful car. Yeah. Um, and so then, Carol Shelby, played by Matt Damon, um, convinces, you know, the Ford execs to let Ken Miles race. And at first they're like, no, nah, this guy sucks. He's not a Ford-type driver. Um, you know, because Ken Miles is kind of exuberant and wild, and you never really know what he's going to do next. And But then they decide to bring... Ken Miles on board, and he completely like changes everything. He's like, "Okay, your car is bad. You know, here's what you got to change." So him and Carol Shelby completely revamp the car. Race day comes, and Ferrari. I think they they crash all three of their cars, and then yeah, once again Ford comes across the line, first place, second place, third place, and uh, yeah, they just they just absolutely creamed Ferrari. Wow, and it's it's that's a true story. Yeah, true story. Wow, and even though it's not a conventional sport, it's a really good story of the underdog uh, winning. Yeah, I was gonna say it still follows that sort of format for sport movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening so far. We're gonna be back in the next segment of Behind the Screen. Welcome back, eighty-eight-nine listeners. I'm Andrew Howison. I'm Matthew Pingallo. And I'm Quinn Haba. So for our third segment, since I didn't hear a lot, now you're going to hear a lot of me. So we just um, really kind of listened to um, really great sport movies. And after hearing, since I haven't really seen one, after hearing what Matthew and Quinn have said, I've kind of realized that sports movies are a lot more important than I thought they were. Um, Even though I'm not in the big sports, even though I'm not a big sports guy, there's a lot of really valuable lessons we can take away from sports movies. Like, you know, sometimes the underdog will win. Um, other times, like Matthew's bringing up with the game, with the high school team winning, and they finally lost, and how sometimes you have to be bigger than the actual game. So why and, do you think that um, yeah. lessons like that, or not lessons, but teams like that of an underdog winning, and uh, what was the other one you said? Just how you have to be bigger than the game. It's bigger than the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so why are themes like that important? Well, I mean, I don't want to sound like a history teacher, but I mean, <laughs> or I mean, a um, English teacher, but I mean, 
I mean, why aren't they important? I mean, we always learned that, like, you, for some of these, like, with Ruth, you know, you have to have hope. You have to uh, persevere. You have to be the underdog. Sometimes you have to trust the underdog. Even if you're not the biggest, the best, it doesn't mean you should give up. Ford didn't give up, even though they yeah. weren't the biggest and the best. And that's really important to everyday life. Just because also, you're an underdog to a game, it doesn't mean you should give up. You should try your best because you never know. You might be really good at it. And I think that, sports movies do a really good job at <laughs> illustrating that. <laughs> Go ahead, Matthew. Sorry. Okay. Um, another thing to add on to Andrew is that, especially for athletes, when they watch those movies, I think it's it teaches like a good lesson to them, you know, to persevere and that it's not always about winning. Um, yeah, and it's bigger than the game. That's always like something that we hear from coaches um, in sports. And basically, just like anything, like it's bigger than... Um, cut this part out but yeah another thing to add on to Andrew is that um, something that athletes like to take away is um, that like it's bigger than the game and I think that's very valuable for them to think about that because it doesn't always um... yeah so it kind of reminds the viewers um, that uh, that we shouldn't give up because something seems difficult and and you know here here's an example of a team or someone who who persevered through the challenges that they faced and uh the outcome was was good yeah Yeah. and and again there's again as you said there's a lot of different themes for different movies and i think that's actually one thing that sports movies can do really well unlike maybe other ones where there might be the same thing like hope have hope, have happiness. For some of them, it's like, you know, the themes are, um, I don't know, being better than the game, like as Matthew said. Um, And I think with sports, you can have different themes that do really well. Same with the Rocky. Like, Rocky was the underdog. And Quinn, did he end up winning? Um, I think he actually ended up losing. But that wasn't, like, it it doesn't really matter because his goal was not to win. His goal was to just go the distance. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I think in the later movies, he ends up winning. Sometimes, like the journey is more important than what's the saying? It's about the journey. The journey is the, more important the than the destination. No, it's yeah. about the journey, not this, the destination. Okay, Matthew, yeah. no one cares. So yeah, and I, <laughs> I, I think overall, it's it's really, I think sports do a really sports movies do a really good job of showing that. And mm-hmm. after this, um, I'm probably gonna watch a couple of sports movies. Okay, should we give them some recommendations, Bet. Matthew? Yeah, you guys uh, can do yeah. that. When the when the uh, sorry the Blind Side, I recommend that for you, Andrew. That's more of like a modern sports movie, and it's also a true story. Yeah. It's about the Patriots. Uh, no. No. The Seahawks. No, it's about a high school, like some guy who, uh, I don't know if I can say this, but he lives in the ghetto. <laughs> can I the ghetto. <laughs> oh, you just think <laughs> he been... lives in a poor part of town, Matthew? Yes. All right, cut that out. Three, <laughs> two, one. <laughs> Yeah, so it's about this guy who uh, lives in a poor part of town, and um, basically a rich white family decides to adopt him. And um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, and like he goes to school with, uh, like he goes to school with a bunch um, of other white the daughter, people. with oh. their daughter, and like she's like a popular girl. Yeah. Um, and they eventually, like, become like they become friends and stuff, and then he also gets high school or he gets like um, college scholarship offers. From different places, and then he eventually went to the NFL. 
So that's yeah. a, that's a great story that I highly recommend. Um, All right. I'd recommend the movie Million Dollar Baby, um, which I, I think is on Netflix. And uh, that movie's got some, some really good actors. It's got uh, <laughs> Clint Eastwood and Hilary Swank. And that's a really good movie about uh, a person who just, you know, would not give up and would not be restricted by the box that society put them in. And, uh, yeah. I would also recommend the movie Jerry Maguire, which is not really a sports movie because uh, it's actually about the sports agent. Um, but interesting. Yeah. So, so was Million Dollar yeah. Arm. That's another. Uh, that's about like the the agent of those guys. Uh huh. Um, and then, oh, where was it? Uncle Drew. I I don't recommend it. Or if you want to watch it, you can. But it's um it's like a movie. It's a basketball movie starring uh, Kyrie Irving, who's a famous basketball player, and it's based off of like a Pepsi commercial series that they had called Uncle Drew. Like it was on YouTube, what? just like three minute segments, and then they made a whole movie. That is insane. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a really funny movie. It's yeah. kind of cheesy though. All right, uh, I think that about does it for uh, today's episode of Behind the Screen. Well, thank um, you for joining us on Behind the Screen. Yeah, um, thank you for listening always, to sports movies. Yeah. Next week, we're going to talk about horror movies. Just kidding. We're not. I want to talk about horror movies. I think for the month Please of October, out, every week, we <laughs> yeah, talk. Yeah. I think, guys, I think every month we talk about a horror, horror movie. You think it's such every... a big genre. Yeah, Why can't we talk so... about certain movies? Maybe one week slashers. Maybe one like more like Saw. And like I, I watch all these movies and I'll rewatch and them. You can't make a like we spend at most five minutes talking about one movie. We're not going to spend a whole episode talking. I about can spend one if if I just recently watch them and I look up the fanfic. We can talk hours. But that's it. not. But that's not. We should do the whole. It's just, it's... Thank you guys for listening. Uh, here I'm, eating and the bridge, <laughs> signing out. Matthew, no, not signing out. Thank you guys for listening uh, to Behind the Screen right here in Aiden and the Bridge. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Adios. Don't cut that out.